Hi, welcome back to There I Read It, a chapter by chapter video series where I am going over Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone for the first time ever. Today I'm going over chapter 13, which is all about Nicholas Flamel. So in the last chapter, Harry discovered that mirror of, I haven't released that video, so nobody's told me how to say that yet, erased, era erased, something like that. That mirror that shows you whatever your heart's desire is. And Harry is having some nightmares of his parents just like disappearing in a flash of green light after the mirror of erased, erased goes missing. Well, not really missing. Dumbledore took it away, but Harry doesn't know where it is, so it's missing for him. And Harry's having a lot of withdrawal-like symptoms, I think, after that mirror is taken away because, of course, that would be inflating his brain with a bunch of dopamine, so getting rid of it all of a sudden is just like, ugh. You know, like when you get addicted to soda or cigarettes or anything else and then you try to quit cold turkey. It's not an easy transition. It is also time for the next Quidditch match, and it's going to be versus Hufflepuff. I'm actually really surprised that Harry has not quit, or at least not been taken off the team, or there seems to be no extra safety precautions in order. I mean, heck, they thought Snape was the one trying to kill him on the broomstick before, and now Snape is the referee. And the book does mention that they are training to win the house championship for the first time in seven years, so I think that that means Slytherin would have already beaten the Hufflepuff house, but I don't know. They don't talk really much about past matches or who's going on without the Gryffindor house, like who's playing without Gryffindor. So it's it's weird. I mean, this book is very swirly swirly around Harry and whatever he's doing and nobody else seems to really matter. And having said that, I do understand it's called Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, not the Wizarding World and the Sorcerer's Stone, but still there's a lot going on here and I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of things. Poor Neville baby ends up in a leg lock curse and everyone laughs at him except for Hermione who does a counter curse. And it turns out that Malfoy hurt my sweet baby Neville. And Malfoy said Neville's not brave enough to be in Gryffindor. Well, you know what, Malfoy? You don't know his life. I don't even know his life. But the bits I have heard about him and his grandmother sound pretty sad to me. Bottom line, he has enough trouble, leave him alone. Then the kids finally figure out who Nicholas Flamel was. He was Dumbledore's old partner. And Flamel is known as the only successful maker of a sorcerer's stone. Actually, it's not very clear whether there is just one Sorcerer's Stone or if Flamel is the only one who can produce as many as he wants, but judging by the security and the way it's going right now, I have a feeling that the Sorcerer's Stone is a one and done kind of deal. Now the Sorcerer's Stone itself can turn metal into gold and make the elixir of life. And just to prove it, the book they found, which I'm not sure how old it was, but at the time of its publication, Flamel's wife, Perinelle, or Pernell, I, I'm not sure, P-E-R-E-N-E-L-L-E. -E -E. I know the Nell. I don't know if that's Pernell or Perinell or what, but his wife is 658 and Nicholas Flamel himself is still alive at 665 years old. And considering how old Hogwarts is, that book might be, you know, 50 to 100 years old already itself. I wonder, Flamel's not the guy from Ollivanders, is he? Because that guy was like ancient as well. Harry also starts to think that Snape can 
read minds, and I guess going back to the Quidditch match here, Snape throws out some no reason penalties pretty quickly on in the game. So the Gryffindor house realizes that, hey, Harry, you gotta get that golden snitch really fast before Snape can penalize us to death. And in the stands, while this match is going on, Ron and Neville beat up Malfoy because he won't stop running his mouth. And after about five minutes into the match, which is a pretty quick sports game, Harry gets a hold of the snitch and it's the fastest time ever, they think. They're not positive, but they, they're speculating that this is the fastest that a Quidditch game has ever ended. And then I have Snape runs off into the Forbidden Forest and Quirrell is there and it kind of looks like Snape is intimidating Quirrell. So Harry flies overhead on his broomstick and he's kind of listening in, but he can't hear everything. But it really looks like Snape is trying to bully Quirrell into doing something or getting something or, you know, doing something not good. So Harry Harry's now even more suspicious of Snape. Like, I see you, you mother river. <laughs> Snape is actually the teacher, though. If you called him a mother effer, he would just turn around, look sad, and go, I wish. Okay, so overall thoughts on this chapter. I mean, we've got some more of this story arc building that's definitely uh, piquing my interest. Unfortunately, all this Quidditch stuff is still not like, huzzah, yes, I'm so into this now. Magic sports, go. I'm a little bit bored with the whole Quidditch thing. I hope that it's not something they do obsessively for the rest of the book. But for the most part, this book seems to follow along very well with the movie. Of course, there's some addition and some changes in there just to make a movie flow like a movie. But it's not so far out there that I feel like, oh yes, I've gotten such a broadened experience by reading this book over watching this movie. Now I am aware once we get to, I think I was warned about book three or four that it's gonna be majorly different. And I'm really curious about that because the fourth movie, The Goblet of Fire, was actually my favorite one. I could not stand Prisoner of Azkaban. I felt it dragged on forever. It was so slow and murky and just muddled up and they were never going to get to the point. It was just, ugh. I was bored out of my mind. I could not stand watching the third movie. But the fourth one had such better pacing that I, I don't know. I hope the book is fantastic because if not, I'm going to be super, super disappointed. But there's not really a lot going on in chapter 13, so I'm not going to prattle on forever about, oh, look, they won a Quidditch game, yay. Or, oh, look, Snape and Quirrell are talking together when I've already got a really good idea of how this is going to end. But hey, you know, this whole experience is about the journey, not the destination. So not every chapter is going to be like grade A winner for me. But hey, I would love to know your thoughts on Quidditch and how how it works for you as something you read over watch. And other than that, I guess we'll see you next time, family members. Well, family members, we're almost done, but I want to invite you to hang out with me in some other places. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as my own personal self, and I have a Facebook page too, but I mostly just post photos over there. And sometimes people say, hey, McGann, I want to mail you something. How do I do that? Easy. Just click the About tab on my channel page, and my most current P.O. Box info will be right there. I also run another channel, The Family. It's really a hodgepodge channel where we might post anything. Oh yeah, and I also sell shirts and stickers and stuff with the family and the fangirl logos. If that is your cup of tea, I have a link in every description of every video. Finally, if you want to help out the fangirl channel and make sure I'm putting out video essays for years to come, the best way you can help is by subscribing and watching more of my videos, whether they're new, old, whatever. Maybe even share one or two on social media, help spread the word. 
episode, people who watch to the end of videos like you helps to tell the site, hey, this is a good video, we should recommend it to other people. So if you made it this far, leave me a comment of something like, hey, I made it to the end. Love ya. See you next time, family members. Bye.